And we are live on Positive Input on this beautiful Sunday afternoon here in Madison, Wisconsin. Today we have a very special guest with us, my good friend Tyler Lentz from Oregon, Wisconsin. Um, we're going to be touching base on a variety of different things today, including how Tyler is one of the youngest loan officers in the state. But that's not the only thing we're going to touch on. we got a variety of topics for you guys today. I'm going to open up, open up to Tyler right now. He's going to give us a brief background on himself, a little history about himself, and then we're going to go from there. Tyler? Well, Jeff, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, listen to podcasts all the time, so when you sent the offer, I had to come here. Um, so, I, as you said, I'm one of the youngest loan officers in the state. It's a you know accomplishment that I'm pretty proud of, uh, and it kind of my life is kind of built up to this moment. Uh, started when I was young, uh, when I was 14, 13, 14 years old. I used to do YouTube videos online, uh, just like. Call of Duty and Battlefield and like Minecraft and I would record them and put commentary over them or just do yeah. live commentaries and I would monetize the videos and I'd get you know a couple hundred bucks a month from it which was awesome because at the time I had no income so yeah. being able to afford you know computer parts or sure, hustling, sure. Dude. hustling was yeah. awesome just playing games just yeah. playing games it yeah. was really easy just record it uh-huh. upload easy money really yeah so I started doing that and then. Uh, when I was about 15, I got a job at a bank here in Oregon, and I was a bank teller. Did that for like four years or so, and then um, actually was doing that, and then I, I transferred over to another community bank, a McFarland, Bank of McFarland, mm-hmm. and did some loan processing there, and then moved on to another uh, actual mortgage company, and started off doing kind of loan officer assistant kind of stuff. Uh, my boss, he's actually one of the top producers uh, for our company and for the state. Uh, I'll put figures out there, but we close a lot of business. So working mm-hmm. with somebody who is doing so well is really inspirational because good mentor. It you, yeah, it makes you motivated. You want to do what he's doing and he's just a good mentor. Uh, he owns a lot of properties and that's something that I want to do and uh, did that for a while. And then I kind of made it my goal to become licensed. So over the past year, I did uh, months and months of educa- pre-education training and and got credits and then I took the test and passed and now I'm fully licensed. I'm a, I'm a loan officer and uh, yeah. I'm still helping them out, but it's it's a yeah. great business to be in. That's awesome, man. Were you uh, have did you have the sights on real estate from a very young age? Even like before you worked at the bank, you knew you wanted to be in real estate, or is that something that kind of developed as you like? like processed it's something that kind of developed um i always wanted to have freedom and be able to do what i want i want to be able to wake up in the morning and you know roll into work at 10 o'clock and yeah 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 and to have that freedom uh you got to have money you got to have a stable job or you're getting you know passive income so you can't just work an eight to five job and be able to do that you need to have money coming from other sources whether it be property or different investments mm-hmm. uh, so that was kind of you know in order to do that you Property management is one of the most important things, and I'm sure I've, I've heard other guests on here say the same thing. Uh, real estate is a, a really amazing industry to get into. Absolutely, uh, commercial and and re- real estate and uh, residential real estate. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, like you said, it's just an opportunity to provide passive income without you know just put investments in the front end and then in the back end just be taking in mm-hmm. income down in your life, man. Yeah, it's an awesome opportunity. I hope to get into it myself in the next couple of years. Yeah, and. I'm doing it because I, I have a lot of like passions in my life. I, I love cars. I love I love running. I, I have a lot of things that require money to do. Yeah. And in order to you know meet your goals and have great hobbies, right. yeah, money's important. I know people say money's not important, but if you don't have money, you can't do a whole lot. Yeah. No. Gotta, for sure. I feel like you definitely have to get a financial freedom to be able to 
take a step back and truly make decisions based off of like what you love. Otherwise, if you're making decisions based off financial interests, you're not a hundred percent doing what you want to do. So yeah, that financial freedom is huge. Yeah. And a lot of it, you know, people have to just go out there and and do what they want to do. It it depends on you know whatever job you want to get. If you want to work at an electrical company or become a plumber or do real estate, you have to go out there and do it. You can't just sit at home and be like, God, I really want to do that someday. You actually have to go to these businesses, right. go in the door, right. show their manager that you mean business and that you actually want a job. And even it's if like you don't that. have a college degree, you're right. bound to get an interview and and just like showing up at these places and showing the initiative is a huge deal for people. Right, right. I mean, everything, everything you jump into takes work. You know, you're going to have to learn somehow and the only way by learning is putting yourself out there and like hitting those failures and learning from them and then that's how you know slowly by slowly you start to master the processes i mean Mm -hmm. then just like you said you're moving through all these bank positions i mean i'm sure there's times that you definitely haven't done everything 100 percent correctly and and you learn from that so i guess i was like has there been any uh like big like learning curves that you've experienced like moving through these phases in your life um there has uh you gotta work with people that you actually trust some people you'll meet them and they they'll make promises that they can't keep so you gotta really trust the people that you're working with and make sure that they have your best interests in mind otherwise you'll probably get screwed down the line oh for sure uh and especially in businesses where there's a lot of money moving around you got to make sure that you're getting your fair share because a lot of people just want to make all the money and they don't want to give anything to you so like knowing your worth in a way as Mm -hmm. well yeah and you know a big part of it too is you know growing up everyone says you need to go to college you need to get that four-year degree and and truthfully i work with a lot of customers that are in so much debt you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and it's hurting them they're they're paying a big chunk of change every month for those student loans yeah and you really don't need it for a lot of the jobs no it's it's insane it's It's really crazy. kind of just a foot in the door policy right now honestly Mm -hmm. you just have a degree and it's a foot in the door to get a stable job at the same time it's like you can find a source to make that kind of money without going to school than just do that. You know I mean, I mean, even some of these people that go to Madison and they're there for you know eight years, yeah, they rack up a big chunk of change. Absolutely, and yeah, and like that's like I said, that's the path you take. That's the path you take. But again, you know, there's definitely ways to be able to like build a sustainable income without actually going to that four year program for sure. And that's something that we always touch on too. And I think it's got to be you know when you're like making those moves on what you want to start pursuing, it's got to be something that you are passionate about. You know, if you yeah, the, on, down the road you take eight years of college towards something that you find out you you don't actually truly believe in it and it doesn't like get you going every morning. Like now you put in all that debt and time for something that you're not interested in, and now you're looking out, you're looking for some back doors into like building a life around what you actually want to be doing, and you kind of like put put a roadblock in the way and you set yourself back a step in a way. That's so true. I, I mean, everyone I work with has a degree, and none of it is for real estate. We yeah. Law degrees and just right. you know miscellaneous business degrees, and it's so surprising that people go to school and they think that they're gonna become a lawyer or they're gonna become you know whatever by going to school for eight years. And after eight years, you realize that you're sick of that. Yeah, this is exactly. Like not what I'm actually you're like burnt out on it already without yeah. even doing it. Right. So you got to be really passionate about what you're doing. Absolutely. So what's um. So what's your uh, what's your next step in real estate? What you know, are you looking to make some investments here in the short term, long term? So, my well, my goal for twenty nineteen is I want to become one of the top producers producers in the company, and 
I want to get my own properties, but in order to do that, I need to get a lot of income mm-hmm. so I can put down a large down payment. Yeah. Um, and my big thing right now is I'm reaching out to realtors that are around my age, you know, millennial realtors that are working with millennial customers because mm-hmm. they're great people to go meet with and, yeah. you know, befriend and, you know, share business, you help each other out. Um, it, it's kind of intimidating if you go to a realtor who's been in the business for 40 years and yeah. they have like their solid team of people that they work with, different lenders. Right. And for my industry, I don't get any walk-in customers. We don't, we're not like a bank. We don't just have people coming in asking for mortgages. We only get business from referrals from realtors. Sure. So building those relationships is so important. Absolutely. Uh, I do have a lot of goals coming up and I want to, I have certain number goals that I want to meet for next year. And uh, I want to get a duplex here in the next, uh, at least by the end of the year and start off with a duplex, get that passive income. Just build it up. Start scaling. Yeah. And just keep on buying more and more multi-unit properties. Uh, Maybe eventually down the road to get my own single family house, maybe out in the country or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the first piece to invest in. No. Right. I agree with that completely. Get some multi-units, get that income coming in, and then move forward from there. Yeah, because after that first property, all your further ones are going to be investment properties. Mm-hmm. you got to put down 25%. That's yeah. a lot a lot of change. Lot so you got to have income exactly. coming in. Yep, yep. So what's the long term look like? You know, just lots of lots of properties, all a lot of multi units, uh, commercial, residential. Yeah, I kind of want to follow my my boss's footsteps in a way. He has yeah. like twelve properties or so in Madison, and he's you know doing great at, at work. But when you're a loan officer, it's really not that difficult. You just get the, the customers in, mm-hmm. you take the application, you go through the loan details, and then you you have an assistant that will kind of take care of the rest. So yeah. your job is just to sell yourself. Sure. So you have time to take your businesses, manage them. You don't always have to hire a management company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my goal is basically just for, to buy a lot of houses for right now. And then maybe a couple of years from now, get some, you know, cool cars, big into cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, some, talk about, let's talk about cars for a second. What, what kind of cars are you into? Uh, personally, I'm into like sports cars or supercars. Yeah. Um, supercars is probably a little bit out of my range. Right, for sure. I love going to car shows and seeing McLarens and Lamborghinis yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love your car too, your this, Subaru WRX. Yeah, the STI, man. It's a fun, STI, it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun car. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm a big into cars too. I have been my whole life. Yeah. I was that kid that played with a shit ton of Hot Wheels growing up. Yeah, same here. Yeah, man, for sure. That's cool. Yeah, you definitely got to have money if you want to have the toys like that, for sure. So, yes. And that's where that passive income comes in. They're not the best investments. So. No, they're not. Money. It's funny how much they depreciate the second you drive them off the lot, yep. actually. <laughs> but that's all right, though. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, it's a different kind of investment tool, man. So it's, it's a fun investment tool instead of, you know money maker per se it's kind of like a hobby in a way. it is it is for sure and as long as you're making smart decisions you'll be fine you know yeah. so that's cool man what else do you like to do i know you were saying you like to meditate i like keep, i like to meditate uh, keep to go running keep the mind mind sharp yeah mentally they kind of go together running and meditation yep. you kind of just get in that zone in your head when you're sure. running that it's kind of peaceful and it's kind of um i don't know it's not like a crutch but it's nice to kind of let out your energy by running and um i'm into more of the distance running as opposed to speed running uh right now i'm training for uh, another half marathon in november so i'm trying to run as much as i possibly can right stay in shape for that. but um meditation so if you were to ask me a couple years ago you know what is meditation or what's the deal with it i would just think it's bullshit and it's crazy and like what's the what's the point of meditation you're just sitting there silent right seems Um, like a waste of time a little bit but yeah there's definitely benefits to it yeah there definitely is um and I kind of started off getting a, I want to get hypnotized. And I I always thought that was like bullshit too. Like you'd see people on TV get hypnotized and act like a chicken on the stage and stuff. 
but that's not really what it's like. Um, I've gone to a couple different hypnosis people and I've got hypnotized a ton of times and it's actually pretty amazing how somebody can just make you kind of unconscious like snap out of you. Yeah. and it's kind of a form of meditation and you get weird visuals when you're out and um, I kind of been on like a, a life goal of experiencing kind of a DMT like trip and through yeah. meditation you experience very similar visuals yeah. and yeah. Uh, it's all crazy so it's like it, it's an interesting I mean? concept because it's like you're it's you're living so in the present mm-hmm. that like you're not thinking in the future you're not thinking about the past you're just like solely in the present and i think that's like yeah. what actually it that's like the feeling that you're getting you're really just like taking in everything like a hundred percent there's nothing else going in and out of your mind right and you reach like a certain like flow where you almost it's like the way i would describe flow is when you're doing those tasks where that's the sole thing that you're focused on mm-hmm. And you just like lose track of time because you're just like you're you're in that flow state and you're not you're not thinking about anything else and that's like such a powerful tool I think especially nowadays where there's so much stuff going on especially like social media and everything everything's so busy and there's just you should be doing this this and this but like having the ability and the power to like only focus on one core thing is really powerful now and mm-hmm. I think that's why I've at least from me talking to a bunch of people who enjoy doing meditation that's like one skill that they actually have pulled from meditating is be able to just focus on one thing at a time mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's a huge tool and that's a tough thing to do nowadays with so much shit going on in yeah. our lives you got this call you got this email you got this you got social posts you got that and the other thing to focus on work personal life you know it's hard to like you know take a step back from all that and calm down and you know really just like ask yourself and like live in the moment man and just like be one with yourself so that's yeah. awesome that you take a moment to do that. and i love that term flow yeah. uh, it and part of the reason why i like cars too is just when you're driving especially long distances you just kind of get in that mindset yeah. where you just oh, forget yeah. about the world and you're just cruising and it's pretty soon it's five like, hours later and exactly like, that was the fastest drive of my it's life. peaceful yeah it is especially so on your mind just going on a long drive and you just, absolutely it's you not sorted out by yourself. Yeah. yeah, man. Especially when you're like, yeah, driving at night, like not in like heavy traffic, just like cruising country roads. It's, yeah, I love it. I'm in the same position with that. Uh, you said sex. you tried yoga. Was that like hot yoga or was that? I never did hot yoga. I did yoga for school. Um, I just did like a class and okay. it was like um, like three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of deal just for a semester. Um, and I, yeah, I was always like, I had the, I had like, I still do kind of have like back problems, like lower back problems. And yoga is really like the only thing that really helps with that. So if anyone has back problems, I recommend they really actually look into yoga for that, Mm -hmm. especially like lower mid back problems. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I would do that. Um, You know, I I still do it. I wouldn't say I do like the full routine. You know, you go for like 60 minutes and then you do like a whole mess of different like positions and stuff like that. But I would really say that I really focus on like five to 10 like core things that I felt really like mostly helped my back out of all those ones we did. I know that ones I'm sure have you know more benefits and stuff, but it's like sometimes I only have like 20 minutes, and so I'll just pop off you know like five ten moves to just really stretch out the hamstrings in the back, and that seems to make my days go a lot better actually like for the present and the future days. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And then I see a chiropractor too that helps me with all that too. So <laughs> just keeps the back just keeps the back moving for sure. And then I woke up. I was like, man, I'm too young to have all these back pain. Like, let's try something else, you know. And I, like I said, yoga was probably the number one thing that helped all that too. So yeah, I just uh, started going to hot yoga recently. Okay, sure. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's really hot. It's intense. <laughs> it's like yeah. 120 like a degrees. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't know it was that hot. You pretty much wear nothing besides your underwear when you're in, sure. and you're dripping. I mean, everyone's dripping in there, but you don't. 
you know you don't worry about that uh but it's like an hour and a half everyone's in there for the same thing right that's that's Everybody's interesting down. i've never done hot yoga and i feel like that that would be once you get into it even more so like relaxing because you're able to like just sweat out all those toxins and stuff yeah. as well and just like almost renew yourself in the process you feel amazing afterwards like you would think that you're you're almost dead afterwards on your drive home you feel awesome you want to go and like you're like energized and stuff like that yeah that's how i always felt because i i mean i think doing that kind of stuff like right away in the morning is a good always a good time to do it just like wake up you know drink a lot of water stretch out drink some green tea if you got it you know and stretch out and start the day like whenever i would have yoga i would be like dead walking in you know bright in the way right away in the morning Mm -hmm. and then uh Man, I would do yoga and I'd feel like a million bucks afterwards. I'm like, man, I'm ready to kill this day. So that's cool. I'm glad you have experience with it. Yeah, I have a coworker who does it like almost every morning at like 5.30 or 6. Yeah. I, I don't get up that early. I can't do it myself. That's cool, man. That's awesome. What else you got planned personally? Um, just personal goals for me are just I like running. I'm trying to do a full marathon. Yeah. Probably not. Going up to that. Yeah. Said like 26 miles. 26.2 miles. Yeah. I just ran a half, my first half marathon last November. Mm-hmm. I'm doing another one this November. Um, and it, it's, you mean you're running for two hours straight when you're doing that or, or longer, depending on how fast you're running. Sure. And a marathon is like, you know, double that. So, and I'm not sure if it's really good for your body to go more than a half marathon, <laughs> but uh, one of my long-term goals is I want to do an Ironman, and I'm not sure if it'd be a, a half marathon or not or a full Ironman. That stuff's insane, man. Yeah. That Ironman, it, that's like that's no joke stuff too. Yeah, right? swimming, yeah. biking, running, right? Yep. Holy yeah. crap! And it's no joke, man. The swimming oh, it's is like, like three, three miles. Or yeah, three or four miles. I think a swim is. That's okay. like just to run three miles is a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> right. Right. I'd be drowning, dude, man. <laughs> Driving three miles, I'm like, damn, that was a long drive. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no, I'm fucking around. But like, yeah, swim four miles, like that's insane. My um, my my mother, her um, her personal trainer, she does the Ironman all the time. She's like this crazy in shape like trainer, and she's just always going hard, like 365, like these years on end training for these Ironmans. And she like places like well in them, you know. So it's just like crazy that like the dedication that goes into that kind of stuff, like the whole lifestyle you have to live mm-hmm. to be able to get yourself like prepared for that. Just leading up to that one, yeah, race, that yeah, like yeah. one moment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like months and months of preparation. Mm-hmm. You guys ever gone downtown and like watched the Ironman? I've seen like the biking portion of it. Okay, but the swimming I feel like would be even more wild. I heard that gets pretty crazy since like you're just crowded with with so many other swimmers. It's actually like super hard because you're getting like kicked and hit in the face, yeah. and you're just like still trying to like keep moving forward and everybody's like shoulder to shoulder and stuff so yeah i saw it not too long ago when it was downtown and it's it's actually really inspirational because you'll see some some you know people that you would think are out of shape running the iron man i can't even do that and if he can do it like yeah, yeah. it's just kind of inspirational oh, to like yeah, get yourself moving sure. and yeah it's cool man i admire it i admire it let's take um let's take a step back to actually where we started um in the real estate i got i got a question for you actually with the market the way it is right now pretty hot obviously mm-hmm. do you think it, it is a i mean do you think it's a smart time to enter into the real estate market right now or do you think it'd be wise you know to wait until something kind of corrects in the marketplace or what do you how's your kind of like thought process on that and you know i've talked to a lot of different people and some people think that the market's going to crash mm-hmm. in the future and mm-hmm. some people don't it's always always a correction but whether or not it's you know Mm-hmm. how crazy that correction will be but yeah and the in the market right now is absolutely insane like you said mm-hmm. the biggest problem that we see at, at work is people there's just not enough houses for people to buy mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people that are pre-approved but they just can't find a house because everyone's picking them up as soon as they go on the market um i, I would say it is a good time to buy right now i mean I, all of the appraisals that we order come in higher than people are purchasing them at sure. which is kind of crazy yeah. and 
I mean, our economy's doing amazing right now, and yeah, absolutely. With that, I feel like it's pretty safe. I feel like it's a timely investment too, though. It you is. Know, like, it's it's yeah. always like long term. It's always going to be a good investment. Right, and that's one of those things like the retirement fund too. You know, you put money in your retirement fund not because you know you're worried about it going up or down, but just because you know long term it'll cap, you'll yeah. it'll pay out. And it's the same kind of with the real estate. You might you might invest and it might dip a little bit in value, but if you make if you make the smart investments, no matter what, they're always going to retain value long term. Yeah. So. I actually did hear that on the last podcast that I listened to, mm-hmm. uh, the, the man was talking about investing in IRAs, yeah. and that is one of the most important things people can do, Absolutely. especially at a young age. Yeah, man. If you can start contributing to your four hundred one k or start an IRA, that's and, really it's, and it's crazy what five, five to seven years difference <laughs> yeah. do you know? I mean, if you do it at twenty versus twenty seven, I mean, you're going to see a significant difference in those seven years. Especially if you if you started doing one a couple of years ago, it's yeah. the stock market's gone up so crazy recently that it's. You know, a lot of people have made a lot of money off their investments. That's right, man. So everyone that's listening to this needs to go to their, go and invest in an IRA, whether it's traditional or Roth. Just go and do it. Put money in there right now. If you're young and you're in your 20s, put continuous money in those funds until you're max them out every year if you can. And literally just don't worry about that money for so much long. So you're 59 and a half plus, and then you'll just be sitting on cash you didn't even know you had. If your company offers a 401k, make sure you're contributing to the max that they match to, mm-hmm. or the max that you possibly can. Uh, it's so important, and there's I see so many people who aren't contributing anything to their 401k, and it's stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to have that money set aside. Even if you're saving money, just to have that put away in a place where you can't reach it will help you so much. In the long term. It really does, yeah. Well, I think just the importance of being able to make money based, like not directly based off of the amount of time you put in. Because right. otherwise you're going to be working the rest of your life to have any sort of funds. So it's like you really got to think about how you can diversify the ways like you are taking in money. Because mm-hmm. like no one, but no one wants to turn sixty and realize, oh shit, I do not have a right. retirement fund. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna just have to bust my ass for the next few years yeah. and stock up. You know, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah! If you're sixty and wake up to that thought, man, you're gonna be yeah, one, be yeah. one twenty by one hundred and ten right. by the time you get, you know, about you yeah. know what you could have done if you started at twenty. The chances are we're not gonna have Social Security when when we're fifty nine or so. Right. So it's really important to invest in something so you can help yourself in the long term because nobody wants to work until they die. Everyone wants to retire someday. Right. And then people are just gonna keep living longer and longer. So it's like who knows when people are actually gonna start retiring, you know, and it's just like yeah, they might as well always need to have that security for sure. It's a good smart investment. So like I said, anyone that's listening to this, take Tyler's advice, go do that and you will thank every single one of us on this podcast on positive input. Definitely. And one other little topic I'd like to touch on, um, social media. Mm -hmm. I used to be really anti-social media, and I I still to this day, I don't have a Facebook, and I don't use my Instagram as much as I really should. Sure. Um, But I'm trying to change that around and start using it for business purposes. It's really important, especially in like the real estate industry, to post a lot on social media, show your realtors, show your you know customers, create like a dominance in your area. Yeah, yeah. And and don't be. don't be trying to like flash money or anything because nobody no. wants to see that. Customers aren't going to come to you if you're bragging about, you know, fancy cars or going on vacations or something. You got to yeah. be truthful and, and sincere and, and people will respect you for that. Absolutely. That's honestly one of the biggest problems I see is I, I see some realtors or whatnot online and they're yeah, every weekend man. highlights. Yeah. I think it's I think it's super easy to use the so, like social media wrong. Like if you're using it as a consumption tool. That's probably not the best way to use it, but if you like really are truly using it as like a tool to like network with others and like reach out to people and keep connections and keep contact with people, like that's where it's a little more beneficial. 
I mean, I guess it could still be beneficial as like a consumption tool as long as you're like following the right people. But like once you start stacking on a bunch of people, you're really just taking in a bunch of content that's really not like value adding to your life. Right. Yeah, I think it's great for like people like my, my parents or grandparents. They they use it so they can keep track of the family and see what they're doing without having to actually reach out, which is you know another thing. Right. But um, you see a lot of people, and actually, I just listened to the podcast, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with Elon Musk. Love Joe, yeah, love Joe love Rogan, that, man. Yeah. He was he was blowing down on that podcast, he man. Was. That shit was funny. Had a lot of hate for that. Yeah, he did. His dude, stocks, guy, his stocks dropped. Actually, dude, dude he's like, dude, Elon <laughs> Musk, man. He's yeah. just like Jeff Bezos, man. He's like, fuck the stock, fuck yeah. the share. He's like, I'm doing whatever I want, honestly. So if you don't like that, then don't pay attention. And Tesla is just one company out of oh, his dude. many companies. He's insane, man. But he had mentioned how. He got rid of Instagram because all he would see on there is people you know, posting and trying to receive lives that they don't have. Mm-hmm. People are posting like, you know, they're on, as I said before, on, on vacation or on... Right, it's a highlight reel. It's, all, yeah. it's a highlight reel. Man, people want sure. people to think that they live lives that they don't actually have. Right. But that's why it goes an insanely long way just being like raw and authentic on those platforms because like not everybody's doing it. Yeah. So if you are raw and authentic on those and just being your true self, that goes a long way and I think you'd be surprised on how well that would help your personal brand. Yeah, you got to relate to everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, it's more relatable. Yeah, hands on. Do you um do you use LinkedIn a lot? I am a huge LinkedIn user. You are? Okay. I didn't bring that up. I should have. But no, okay. Yeah, uh, I figured so. I use it every day. Yeah. Uh, I was just actually on it before I came here. Sure, sure. I'm um, always trying to connect with more people, always messaging people. You know, if it's if it's their anniversary, like a work anniversary or a birthday, you always reach out to them. Just say hi, you know, happy birthday, congratulations on the anniversary. Sure. Just touching these people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the, at least you're kind of touching that person and maybe they'll think about you someday if they're ever yeah, trying to get a loan or whatever it is. Do you do like a lot of like posting yourself on it, on LinkedIn um, or more just trying to connect with people? I'm or? just more connect with people. Yeah. Uh, I follow a lot of people who post a lot and I, sometimes it becomes overwhelming. Sure. And a lot of times people don't really care mm-hmm. what they're posting. Yeah. It's not like value add shit. Yeah. Right. 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 And some people use it as a Facebook, which is not. Yeah. 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 Just let the, just like let the dog out. It's like, yeah. dude, what? It's like, don't post that on here. That's yeah. a Facebook kind of thing. Right. But I think it's important to connect with as many people as you can. Absolutely. And Actually, another thing that I do is I, I network a lot. Uh, there's tons of networking groups in, in all areas of the United States, especially in the Madison area here. Uh, almost, you know, you can probably find one every day of the week where you can go out and meet, yeah. you know, 20 people. Um, I'm part of numerous different groups where each month you just get, you know, you spend 10 bucks on a networking event. Yeah. You just go and have beers with people you don't know. And at the end of the night, you know, you know, you know them, you get your business card and yeah, probably you see some, them again. Got some more connections. You never know what opportunity can come from that. Yeah. Too. It's, yeah you could, who knows who you could meet there. It could right. be a great business opportunity. For real. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No I was thinking too, um, obviously there's a lot of people, like you were saying, that are posting on LinkedIn that are posting non-value ed shit and just using it as like a Facebook kind of thing. But if you, something that you could be doing if you're interested in it all, in addition to like just reaching out to people is like, posting local like madison like real estate news and like touching on different like subjects that you're doing research on within the real estate community and like giving knowledge onto people of like what you're doing and be like super transparent on like who you are and like in combination with like your vision like long term and stuff like that so like kind of develop like a personal brand like on a local level through like linkedin you know what i mean be like the madison expert on whatever that is you want to be the expert on. I think that's a, an amazing idea. Yeah. I, I wish that I was doing that. Yeah, and honestly, it's just something you can start thinking about doing. I mean, I've... Like a little said, bit of trial and error. And little, I think yeah. I think what people have a hard time doing is that they feel like, 
they're almost giving away their secrets and like what they're researching and what they're going in on but like realistically think about how much more time you've put into it than anybody else and even if you're sharing some of the stuff that you're doing and some of the stuff that like you're learning you're light years ahead of everybody else who wants to start following you and picking it up they're like picking up the trail that you're leaving off like you're already way ahead of them so it's like really if you do put out little bits and pieces of like value adding content of like the stuff that you are looking into it's it's really only good value for like your end consumer and it's only like deepening your like branding in your expertise like you're like asserting yourself as an expert in that field right in a way so people are gonna like look to you for information exactly. i think that'd be great on linkedin too because you could yeah. tell how many people are actually clicking on the link and looking yep. at it yep. and yeah see this some of linkedin is like i want to get a little more like bullish on linkedin i just it hasn't been a platform i've touched as much mm-hmm. And I know a little bit on like how when people comment, interact, it all it shows on pretty much everybody's feed yeah. that you follow. So I guess I haven't really been able to fully like take that concept in and like see how what types of content you should be putting out to like make that play out. So I guess like what's a little bit of like your strategy on LinkedIn? Well, I connected with a lot of people I worked with first, and that's just right. That's basically. a good start, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's an actual tab that's it's called Network. And you can see people that you you have mutual contacts with. Right. And I try not to click on a lot of people's profiles if I... Right, because it shows up. It shows yeah, up. because they'll see the that profile. you actually looked at it, and then right. they'll probably look back at you. Um, but I do think it's important that if you've worked with a, somebody in the past, whether it be a realtor or a business partner, go on their LinkedIn and endorse them for whatever their skills are. Because people really care about it, especially on LinkedIn. Yeah. If you have a lot of endorsements for you know real estate or, or whatever it is, people will find you a lot more credible. Um, for sure yeah. just like build up their page too you know yeah, yeah. exactly it's like almost personal reviews yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you can even do that on LinkedIn now I think right. it's a newer feature where you can where actually write reviews on somebody's LinkedIn page Interesting. Yeah. that's cool yeah that's definitely something that uh, probably need to start making moves towards yeah. in the future well, yeah. I like that too and I think that um, you know a lot of times like we were talking about like Instagram and like LinkedIn and like the highlight reel that kind of comes along with that is I think that everyone's always comparing themselves to other people and so you probably have other people that do the same thing if not some of the things that you do that you look up to um but i think it's important to remember that you also have developed a pretty solid skill set in what you're doing um so there's a lot of people that like the 15 year old self working at the bank that do aspire to be what you're doing there's a lot of people out there like that that will be on linkedin that you can turn to and like that will look to you for advice you know what i mean yeah. so like just because you haven't been doing it for your whole life doesn't mean you can't share what you've already learned and that's something that i've like really thought a lot about too is like you can't like don't touch on stuff you haven't done but like at the same time you've done enough to the point where you can start building a personal brand if you wanted to you know what i mean because there are those high school level kids and those entry college level kids that have the same goals as you do mm-hmm. you know and so like they'll find someone that's a little bit older than them you know like was just in their shoes, you know, two, three, four, five years ago, and they'll look to you for advice, you know what I mean? And then pretty soon they're reaching out to you, you're making new connections, and you never know where that could go. Yeah, you know, completely. Oh, hell, you're yeah. one of the youngest, like, loan officers in Wisconsin. So, yeah, like, for sure. That's, potentially that's, there could be also be older people looking yeah. up to you for yeah, information. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And that's it. the thing, too. It's like if someone yeah. might start the journey that you went on when they're 30, you know what I mean? Just because they want to switch it up. And they're like, man, I'm gonna, I need to find some people that are, like, loan officers, you know? And then... They stumble upon your page, you're providing value, pretty soon you got a connection, pretty soon you never know where it goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's always important to like stay like relevant with your like personal brand too. And you know, if you want to, obviously, it's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, something to think about too. Yeah, I think 
And with all these people, the, the most important thing is you have to just do it. Yeah. Like people, if you've been working at, 100%. you know, Quick Trip, you know, nothing bad about Quick Trip. If you've been working there for a while and yeah. you want to work somewhere else, like an accounting firm or, you know, whatever Switch you want to work at, you know, just do it. You know, look these people up online, reach out to them, show them that you want to actually do it and you're serious about it. Right. And I'm sure you'll get an interview there. Yeah, right. I mean, I think that's what the, you know. A lot of people are having hard times finding you know good workers. Uh, at least when I talk to a lot of business owners, that's one of their main struggles is finding good workers. So if you put yourself out there and show that you like really want to work there and that like you have a passion for it, like who's gonna want to who's gonna want to turn down a worker like coming to your door, knocking on your door, saying this is like literally my life passion. This is like what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like why would why would anybody turn you down? Yeah. You know they might put you on a different path, but like they'll try to help you get to where you're going if you're passionate about what you do. And they'll respect you so much more for doing that. Oh, 100 yeah. yeah. They'll want to talk to you down the line for sure and yeah, catch up with you. A, it's a win-win for both you and them, you know what I mean? It's like, who's, who's more credible than the guy that's like crazy passionate that basically begged for a job here, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's a win for both teams. Cool, man. Is there anything else you want to touch base on? Positive input? I think that's all I got today, but I love the idea of your podcast. Cool, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's all we're trying to do is just, you know, spread positive input, you know, share other people's stories. You know, if it inspires people, great. If people learn a thing or two, even better, you know. So I appreciate you coming on here and sharing a little knowledge on the real estate industry. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully uh, maybe revisit in a year or so here. Like I said, I'll try and get some guests back on and kind of revisit how they've kind of progressed within the marketplace. And uh, That'd be great. Yeah, we'll look into that about a year from now. Are you on the on different social media platforms? Um, I'm on Instagram. I don't really use it too much. Yeah. Um, I'm making a Facebook here soon just for business purposes. Sure. But you know, people can reach me. I'll, I'll provide my email address to you guys, and that's Perfect. probably the best way. Right. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll link that. We'll, we'll link, link that below the episode then. So you email. guys can check that out if you want to reach out to a local yeah. Wisconsin. I know it sounds old school, but email is still. No, that's hey, good. Yeah. Business, hey, that's, that's business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we got, we got a LinkedIn page. Yeah, you can yeah, find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We'll awesome. tag, tag his LinkedIn page. Everyone give him a follow. Connect with Tyler. He's a great man. Appreciate you being on the show, man. Thanks for tuning in.